to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, I want to talk about tearing your customers apart. That's right, tearing your customers apart. Not tearing, tearing. So in this market we're in right now, in this pandemic universe, really any crisis type of economy, we have to ask ourselves, what is our strategy for survival, right? We want to survive, but we also want to thrive. But many companies are in survival mode. So what should we start thinking about? If we're small business owners or even large enterprise companies, what should we be thinking about in terms of how do we service our customers so that we can survive and hopefully thrive down the road? Now, we can take many strategies when it comes to approaching the market. We can go after new business, which is harder today than ever, but we can also focus on retention, which is retaining existing business. We can also focus on upselling and cross-selling to our existing customer base. These are three viable strategies. The one I'm gonna highlight, really two of them, I'm gonna talk about retention and upselling and cross-selling. Not getting new customers, I'm talking retention, upselling and cross-selling, but more importantly, retention. Now, I wanna suggest the following strategy for you. Let's say that you're in retention mode, right? That's the strategy you're gonna focus on for let's say the next three months. Where do you begin implementing this strategy? May I suggest a starting point? What if you would go into your database right now, your CRM, your CRM, and I want you to look at all your customers. Let's put up a list of all your customers and who's bought from you over the last, let's say two or three years, if you have that data. Now, let's use the 20-60-20 rule. Now, I made this rule up and I think it's a good distribution rule. Let me explain. 20% of your customers will be your best customers. 60% will be your average customers. And the remaining 20% will call those people who don't buy much, just buy occasionally, your bottom 20. Now, we know the Pareto principle, right? The 80-20 rule, that's where the first 20 comes from. We know that 80% of our revenue, 80% of our revenue comes from 20% of our customers. So what if we call that tier one customers. What's if that's the label we give that segment of customers in our database? There's a tier one. These are people who represent that 80% of the revenue, those 20% of customers who represent now that 20%, right? That top tier rather. Now we then move to the second one, which is 60%. Well, let's call this tier two. And maybe within this tier, we may discover that the 60% tier two customers probably represents about 15% of your revenue. Third tier, people who don't buy often, that last 20%, maybe they only represent 5% of your revenue. You with me so far? So we have three tiers of customers. Tier one, let's call these, these are the people who buy, the 80-20 rule, 80% of the revenue comes from these 20%. Let's call these valuable clients. Let's call them valuable. Let's label them valuable. Then let's go to the bottom 20%, the tier three. Let's call those clients vulnerable. By that I mean is that they're susceptible, vulnerable to market changes. In other words, maybe they're struggling right now and they're not gonna buy more from your company. And right in the middle, we have that big 60% and let's call that the viable tier. So tier one, valuable. Tier two, viable. Tier three, the low level, is vulnerable. Now, 
that we've defined segmented our customers, should we treat our customers equally? The answer is no. We should treat them differently and we should put together plans or retention strategies to keep them closer to us. What do I mean by this? Let me take a step back. Have you ever gone to a website and you go to a website and they typically have the, you know, we have the, the bronze package, we have the silver package, and we have the gold package, right? The bronze package is the minimal you'll get. The silver package has some more, and then the gold package is fully loaded. What if we came up with what I'll call non-economic concessions for our customers? By non-economic concession, even though we know truly everything has an economic cost, but what if we came up with non-economic concessions that we can give our clients to keep them buying from us, to retain them. Here's what I mean. Let's say, for example, uh, we wanna give better terms and conditions, right? Again, we still expect people to pay their bills, we just wanna give them better terms and conditions. So some non-economic concessions could be, you know, for any future orders, Mr. Customer, we can give you free shipping. We can probably do extended warranty. Instead of a year, we can do it two years. Instead of paying net 30, maybe you can pay net 60, net 120, right? You can pay in 30 days, 60 days, or 120 days. We can move those numbers out. Maybe we could have a, re a flexible return policy. Or how about this? Maybe we can offer free training. Or maybe we can offer access to our learning management system so they can train on our products. Or maybe we'll do some type of co-op marketing program with them where we'll play 50% of all marketing costs just to keep them as part of our customer base. Now, Let's say that that list I just recited is your list of non-economic concessions, things that you want to give your customer. Do you give all these economic concessions to all your customers? The answer is no. So much like websites, what if we do the bronze, silver, gold, much like tier one, tier two, tier three. Tier one is going to be the gold standard. Tier one, these are people who are buying from us. We want to keep them. So we're going to give them all these economic concessions. We're gonna give them free shipping. We're gonna extend the warranty out from one to two years. We're gonna, instead of net 30, we're gonna give them net 120. They can pay in three months. They have a flexible return policy. We'll give them free training, free access to our LMS and do some co-op marketing with them. Instead of paying, maybe it's a 50-50 split. Maybe with them, we'll do a 60 split, 60-40 split. And let's say we list out those. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different conditions, seven things, non-economic concessions that I'm willing to give tier one. Now imagine if your salespeople are armed with this type of content, with these types of options to offer your customers, the tier ones. So next time a tier one customer asks for a discount, you say, well, look, I can't do a discount, but here's what I can do. I can offer you free shipping, extended warranty, or some mix thereof, but they have an option of offering all seven to your tier one because you wanna keep those tier one clients. Now, as we move over to tier two, we're gonna call this the silver package, we're not gonna give them all seven, but maybe we pare that list down from seven, uh, seven down to five, right? Seven down to five, and you can pick what those five are. And then when we get to our low tier people, tier three, people who are not buying much, maybe we can even peel that back even further down to maybe three concessions, two concessions, maybe even one concession. I want you to start thinking about this because if you're a manager, you're a leader, and you're trying to grow revenue, part of it is also retaining existing clients. So instead of arming people with discount ability, in other words, the ability to give discounts, why don't you arm them with these non-economic concessions that they can use in lieu, in lieu of a discount? But again, not everybody gets them. 
Have your salespeople understand what tier your customers are in. And once they understand what tier their customers are in or who they're talking to, they have now the flexibility to offer different economic concessions and that will give them more flexibility to negotiate and not give a discount. Let me know what you think of that concept. And that's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. This is a powerful strategy during these tough times. Also, leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. You know the deal. Let me know what you think. As always, I greatly appreciate your feedback. Also, check out my online sales training platform, Sales Velocity Academy. Over 500 videos, 50 courses, all my books. And if you're serious about increasing your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you. Delegate hard when you know how. Take care.